Tonight on the show, we venture to Madrid, Massachusetts, or is it Boston, Spain? As we tackle blatant misogyny, casual racism, and lots of gore with 1982's Pieces. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. Tonight we venture to Spain or Massachusetts, depending on who you talk to. That's right, it's 1982's Pieces. Tonight we have the lovely, the beautiful, the talented, the incomparable Miss Hillary. What's up, guys? Happy to be back. All right. Hillary's got an Instagram, too, now, so you can stalk her. They took down my picture, though. Instagram said that I can violate community guidelines already. Gotcha. I'm probably not going to be there for very long. All right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to... If you want to at Hillary, you might as well make sure to at Hillary uh, now before before she gets taken down again for, for violating community standards. I'm a big violator. Big violator. All right. Well, speaking of violators, this movie is... <laughs> speaking of violators. ...wildly misogynistic, and I would expect nothing more from Juan Picard Simone, who's the genius that brought us slugs, and this movie, and very little else. So... Well, um, I mean, you just kind of cap your greatness, like slugs and pieces. Like, really, where do you go from? You're kind of done. Yeah, you kind of should retire yeah, after that. Yeah, yeah you're done. It, yeah, it's just nowhere but down. From you're there, you're so. totally done. So the plot of pieces, we'll go ahead and read off of the interwebs because apparently I cannot get a good <laughs> overview of this movie. Um, the plot of peace is a frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds. That's much better than what I came up with. Uh, it's free on Tubi right now, by the way, guys. Shout if you want to watch it, show it up to Tubi. Tubi is pretty much the main producer of all of the movies that we watch anyway. Uh, this cast is pretty wacky. We've got Christopher George, uh, everyone's favorite grump. From Graduation Day and Day of the Animals, and Fulci's City of the Living Dead, as Lieutenant Bracken, the cop that, uh, well, I mean, it's it's safe to say that this police force is severely understaffed. Like, uh, when you see shots of the police department, you don't think that they're so understaffed, because there's a lot of hustle and bustle. Yeah. But clearly it's just all the crime that is running rampant. Nope. Because they have no one to work any cases. Absolutely not. Because they're hiring uh, ex-tennis pros. Yes. And uh, at one point, they actually employ uh, a student from the college who is not a criminal justice major, by the way. No, he just is just a, sex a guy. guy. Yeah, that's all he is. That's, yeah. that's, that's basically all he is. He's... And you wouldn't know it to look at it. No, 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 no. It's a very uh, Arnold Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter situation. You but... know, the... Guy every girl dreams of. But he, yeah, he's <laughs> he is apparently he's apparently the big swinging dick on campus. Yeah. Um, so the movie begins with a little kid working on a puzzle. A very naughty puzzle. A very naughty puzzle. Not um, British, by the way. Not, just do the accent. Right, right. Yeah. We're just saying, exactly. That kid is not British either. Uh, speaking of British, however, this movie is very badly dubbed, and yeah. you have to kind of get past that. Some people dubbed their own voices. Um, as with as with any import production, meaning productions that were shot elsewhere other than the United States, 
And this movie was shot, in fact, in Madrid, Spain. Not a single frame of this is actually shot in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> Any Boston, Massachusetts uh, scenery was actually taken from stock footage. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're dealing with Madrid, Spain. Most of the actors were a combination of Spanish actors, some English actors, and some British actors. So... There's a lot of dubbing going on. <laughs> An awful lot of dubbing. Uh, so before we before we launch into this uh, plot by point, point by plot type situation, let's get into, uh, we've got Christopher George as Lieutenant Bracken. We've got Christopher George's wife, Linda Day George, as the tennis pro turned cop, Mary Riggs. Great, great tennis player name. Yeah. Yeah. Mary yeah, Riggs. Very... Yeah, absolutely. I can see her playing tennis. <clears throat> so uh, she and him met uh, while modeling as a bride and groom. How Aww. fabulous is that? What a good story that is. I mean, that's beautiful, right? And she, they, they got married. They did Day of the Animals together. They did this movie together. They did a lot of TV. And uh, she ended up in a movie with John Saxon called Beyond Evil, which all I needed to hear was 1981 and John Saxon, and I'm on board. Right. I mean, woo. Um, and they were together until his death uh, from a heart attack in 80. Actually, he died shortly after this movie was, uh, the, shortly after this movie was released. So, and he had a, he had a long, hard life of living. He had a, you know, he was a he was a drinker and a very heavy smoker. So, went out with a bang, and with a hot wife. With a hot wife. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So then we have a uh, Kendall played by Ian Sarah. Kendall is yeah, he's our swinging dick. Yeah, he's our literal swinging dick. Too, yeah, because he gets yeah. naked in this movie. Spoiler alert: there is a ton of nudity in this film. Yeah, it is wall to wall boobies and cock yeah yeah so ian sarah not much is really known about him he was in a movie called sea devils and was in a really awesomely titled fan movie called fanny straw hair which yeah. just sounds like something i would watch right other than that probably on tubi i'm sure it is yeah exactly <laughs> exactly shout out again to tubi uh but yeah kendall kendall i.e ian sarah is uh you know He's kind of he's kind of gone, and he's not he doesn't have social media, so we can't stalk him. So, uh, the dean, just referred to as the dean, mm -hmm. Edmund Prudhomme. Uh, so get this, he was positioned to be the next Marlon Brando. He filled in for the Marlon dean Brando. Of pieces. Yes, the yeah. dean of pieces. Okay, All right, so yep. we're, we're talking we're talking historically. Yeah, yeah. No. Pieces clearly was not his, you know top point right so when he was a i should say teenager in his 20s he was positioned to be the next marlon brando they built him up in his head they gave him a bunch of movies and then it basically it went to his head he started thinking that he was kind of the reason why this company was making all of this money mm -hmm. and as a result he started making really shitty movies not pieces. We're not even there yet. No. Um, he started making, you know, but kind of like box office bombs. And when you're a part of the Hollywood machine, this happens where you get built up and you're, you know, best new artist, you know, the best new artist curse. Mm -hmm. And once he stopped producing, they were like, yeah, we're done with you. Not to mention he had an affair with one of his co-stars who was also married to Tyrone Power at the time. So he didn't win any friends. So they... 
basically, yeah, got rid of him. And he went back to his native England and kind of tried to make things work, did a lot of theater, and then ended up in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would say is the highlight of his career. I would actually. say so. I would absolutely this say is so. Fantastic. Yes. It, it absolutely is fantastic. Um, and we got Paul L. Smith as Willard. 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 I mean, if you don't know who Paul L. Smith is just by looking at him, because he's been in everything. I mean, it's like Bluto from Popeye. Yeah, when when you need the big, creepy guy. Right. He, this this is who you are. Absolutely. He yeah. was in Dune. Yeah. He was in Red Star. <laughs> it's not time for shout outs yet, buddy. Shout out to Tubi. Shout out to Tubi. <laughs> yep. Yep. Shout out to, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to put somebody in there. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, then we have, no, that's it. The Dean, Paul L. Smith, Kendall, Mary Riggs, Lieutenant Bracken, and, you know, a bunch of very. Bunch of other ladies that heavily, get murdered. Heavily exploited women. <laughs> heavily exploited women. So. Okay, so this film starts off with a kid putting together a very dirty puzzle. In an amazing vest. Did you notice the vest? Yeah. Oh, he kind of looks, he looks like a little British schoolboy. Like he could probably audition for ACDC. Yeah. You know, he's got the. (laughs) Yep. Very nice Christmas vest before like the Christmas sweaters were a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. He's highly decorated. Highly decorated. Highly decorated. So he's putting together this puzzle of a naked woman. Yeah. His mother goes ape shit. And takes the puzzle away, and he decides that that is not going to happen. He, he is a little upset. He's a little upset. She is not going to impede his sexual growth. So he chops her up in tiny little pieces. With, like, the axe swings of a 10-year-old. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I, they are slow, and it is heavy and awkward to use. And I actually really appreciated that. I have a lot of notes on that. On, on just the axe swinging? Uh, yeah, just the axe swinging, where I was like, if my 10-year-old murdered me with an axe, this is probably how it would go, and it would take a very long time because he can't lift it. It seems like it. Yeah, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of... Because I, I've tried to lift an axe before. I, I mean, like, I've never gone axe throwing, but, like, I've tried to lift an axe before, and I have zero upper body strength, so uh didn't didn't uh that definitely did not go the way i wanted it to um so i could not technically murder anybody with an axe (laughs) the more you know (laughs) so the cops come in fact a a cop with a beautiful fabulous harry reams mustache comes in and reassures him that everything is going to be okay and he's taken in with He's taken in by somebody. I don't know who it, goes it was and raises the him. Aunt. The aunt. That's what. Yeah, that's okay. what they say. Uh, once he dismembers her, the, once the boy dismembers mom, though, mm-hmm. he goes back to putting the puzzle together, and Beautiful. this just blew my mind because he had two pieces left. Oh, I and gotcha. one of them, you know, is, mm-hmm. is the naughty square. Is the vagina right? Right, the vagina piece. I yeah. guess you can okay. use the actual word. Yeah, but he's chewing on it. Oh, <gasps> I didn't notice oh that. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it is like. Oh is, my god! It is a very creepy, like Ooh. in his mouth. And uh, yeah, I, wow. He's I see the things that I noticed. That's pretty movie. cool. See, yeah. this is this is why you're here because yeah. <laughs> you notice like really creepy, weird. Yeah, it's just like there's only two gotcha. pieces left. So then we fast forward forty years later. Yep, forty years. Forty later. years later, uh, a girl roller skates into a mirror. 
For no reason. <laughs> For no reason. No. Literally. No, she, nothing to do with the murders. Nope. Nope. She roller skates into a no, mirror. No, she's on a skateboard. Oh, oh, she, oh, she's on a skate. Oh, she's on a skateboard. She okay. Is, yeah. She skateboards into a mirror. Yep. And that crashes. And so according to the interwebs, uh, the, the shattering of the mirror is what causes the killer. Spoiler alert. It's the Dean, by the way. But it causes the killer to have a psychotic break. And thus, that's what causes him to go on this killing spree. Uh, yeah, no, they explained that really well. You know, yeah. by never, by never explaining that yeah, whole, yeah, no, happens, never, it never happens. That no. the mirror is a thing. Yeah. Nope. <clears throat> nope, it just happens. Nope. And then the same girl is seen laying on the grass while she's studying. I kind of thought she was sunning herself, but... She's studying. And she has a pen. She has a pen. Yeah. <laughs> She's studying. And uh and the killer leans in. He's wearing he's like a full he's got like a full on lawn guy attire. Yeah. You yeah. know. Definitely uh doing the tree work and the lawn care. Right. And then and then just like basically just picks up a chainsaw and chops her head off in broad fucking daylight. Yeah. yeah. And it is glorious. Mm-hmm. Really, truly glorious. So now we've got, you know, we've got a killing that happened in broad daylight. They bring in the cops, Christopher George, uh, munching on his cigar, ready to solve some crimes, as well as his partner, uh, who's who kind of looks like a like a sort of sort of like if Leslie Nielsen got hit in the face. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, I'll give you that. Very much so. Yep. And um, and fun fact, he's also in slugs. Not Christopher George, but Leslie Nielsen hit in the face guy. He played either the mayor or the governor. I don't know. There's a lot going on in Slugs. I mean, we'll have to cap, we'll tackle that at another time. Yet another Spanish-made horror film. And they decide to come to the college and start to investigate. And while they're there, another murder occurs. Except this time, it involves our hero, question mark, uh, Kendall. Kendall is a guy who gets around he you know he definitely gets or the fact that he's like the lead sex guy just it kills me it's very strange yeah yeah it's just like how who why did we cast this guy like was no one else nope and i even looked it up to see if maybe he was like a tiger beat model in spain or perhaps he was somebody somebody what yeah because there's yeah exactly and no i mean he just got cast because he got cast so or maybe he got cast because he was willing to show his wanger yeah because that seemed to be he seemed to be very comfortable in that yeah no so uh yeah so kendall who basically looks like arnold horshack from welcome back cotter uh decides that he is going to meet a young lady in the pool yeah for underwater pool sex. For underwater pool sex, which uh, as any as any female who knows, has had an orgasm, right? Uh, that that is not <laughs> yeah. a thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> like we don't have sex in the pool. That's no, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not. You're stupid. Yeah. If you have sex in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Water sex is not. Uh-uh. No. no, not a good idea. It's the more you anti lubricating. Yeah, and it's you need just... lubrication for sex. For good sex. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The more you know. The more you know. Rainbow. Okay. <laughs> so at the pool, first of all, let's talk about this fabulous indoor pool. 
Oh, yeah, no, the... Oh, man. There is so much at this campus. Oh, the scenery yeah. in this movie is its own character. R like, just every time you... I did not really see any, like, classrooms on no, campus. No, absolutely not. But, my God, the amenities... Oh, my God. There's a pool table. Yeah. There's a waterbed water in the in the physical therapy yeah, there's room. There's a jazzercise room. Jazzercise room. There was a piano somewhere. Nothing really yeah. ever happens with nope. the piano. Nothing happens there. with the piano. Many elevators. Uh, so, many so many elevators. And hallways that just go to nowhere. Yep. And then the dean's house yeah. is in the university or on the, the, campus. on the campus. So he has this like fabulous, like, like cavernous mansion that's right? like in the... Yeah, dude. I mean, I was pretty much like, I'll fucking go to Spain. Like, can I go to Madrid and see all of the shooting locations? For yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the motherland. My old man loved the Dean's kitchen. Oh, it had, yeah. It, it was like two Kitch kitchens kitchen. with like glass doors. And he was like, how does this guy afford this? And right. Like, He's, He's the, the dean. dean of a prestigious university. He Apparently. Was like, he was like a prestigious. And I was like, they have a pool table, a pool, jazzercise. Yes. Tennis courts. A massive tennis courts. I don't think courts. I had tennis courts at my college for what I went to for an hour. I don't know. Did they have tennis that. courts at your college? Um... Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. I, but we definitely had class. Yeah, like, yeah, right. And that that is something you don't really see in this movie. Is there's very little actual learning going on. There's a lot of sex. A lot but, of sorry. sex. So uh, he agrees to meet a girl uh, at the pool, and I don't know if he just doesn't show up is that what happens you know because gets... the passage of time like if you're thinking about this she goes to the pool she takes her clothes off she has yeah. a bikini on under her clothes yeah no she was planning this like she was planning this yeah she gets in the pool god bless her apparently when they shot this it was the middle of winter and she almost froze to death which charts uh, and she, you know, that makes sense why she wasn't able to fight her way oh, out of not the very at all. large net. Net. That yeah. So the killer, <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about this killing, okay? So the killer, the it's a pool the, skimmer. the killer takes a pool skimmer and puts it over her head while she's swimming, and she can't get out of it. Right. And then this he, and then he, and then he chainsaws her. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, uh, well. Anyway, walking into this situation is uh, Paul L. Smith Willard. Willard. Willard comes in and unfortunately, you know, guilt by association, he walks in. So, of course, the cops think that he did it. And it doesn't help his case that he goes tearing ass through those cops like he's King Kong. No, yeah. I mean, he just whoosh, just everybody. Even though they like, they're like, oh, okay, he was here. The bloody chainsaw is here. The body is here. But then it's not like case closed. Like they arrest him. No. no, yeah, they arrest him, and that's kind of the end of that. Right? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just never. It was just like, oh, there's just not enough evidence, and mm -hmm. I was like, people are in prison on a whole lot less. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's talk about that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, we go back to the uh, police station, yep. and they're very short on uh, people. Uh, there's a very understaffed police station. So yeah, so they, we're going to put undercover female officers under, on campus. Exactly. So they, they're going to take, they were going to take two, and I'm not really sure what plot twist this is, but like they were going to take two female undercover officers and put them in there as students. And then uh, they realized they didn't have another in, female. <laughs> right. In a, 
in, in a plot, you know, in a plot, something that just doesn't make any sense. They're like, no, we just, one is fine. Yeah. One is fine. That's enough. So they pick uh, Mary Riggs, uh, played by Linda Day George. And uh, she is also apparently a former tennis player. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not not in real life, guys. This is in the movie. Yeah. So she's a former tennis player who becomes Jumps a cop. A police officer. And is it, pretty enough to go undercover yeah. at college. And she's an attractive girl. Oh, yeah, for don't, sure. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. She's an attractive girl. However, I don't necessarily look at her as like a co-ed level of young. Right, no, so that, that they that's I think that's why they make her the coach, right? She's right. the tennis. She's the tennis coach. tennis tennis coach. Yeah. Yeah. So ah, question mark. Anyway, so they send her undercover. And we see a, uh, we actually see a tennis match that it shows that when they hired these women, they did not tell them that they were supposed to be playing tennis. It is the most lackluster tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like, we are nailed to the floor here. Right. So let's play like lobbing ping pong with tennis balls. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, meanwhile, in addition to this, we also have a dance class going on. Yeah, jazzercise. Jazzercise. Yep, that's that's my notes. Jazzercise. Jazzercise with fabulous, uh, leg warmers that go all the way up to the thighs. Yeah, and never fall down. We need to bring that look back. I would love to, but they would fall down. Yeah, also it's too hot. Yeah. So there's a jazzercise slash something kind of class going on and, uh, hip hop. And fun fact. Uh, the the director Juan said that he originally wanted everyone to be naked, and the aerobics instructor that they hired to teach them the dance routine said that's ridiculous. That is not something that happens, yeah. and Juan could not understand why that wasn't a thing. Yeah, couldn't understand it. Uh, several extras agreed to be nude. Uh, and he took note of that so that he could hire them later. Mm-hmm. Good and for them. I know. Exactly. He was like, well, he's like, naked you can't be naked here. You'll be naked someplace else. So in so then there is a girl <laughs> in the class that he is hunting mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Is he hunting her legs? Is that it? Because she's a dancer? Um, For some reason, I think that she was arms. Yeah, Which that's, doesn't even I, make because now that nope. you're saying it, I um, that's a thinker. That is a thinker. thinker. He chases her through a hallway. Yeah, the legs into, is the tennis player. That's Ooh, spoiler alert. so wacky. Yeah. Okay, so he chases he chases one of the dancers into an elevator with a chainsaw. Well, it's he's holding <laughs> it behind his back. You know, like yeah. I feel. Like- and since, and spoiler alert, since he's the dean, uh, she's okay to allow him into, into the elevator, into the elevator, even Holding. though he is dressed like the shadow. Yeah. Like he is clearly dressed. A lot of people think it's supposed to be like a nod to Giallo films, but <laughs> Dick Randall was not that smart. It was actually supposed to be a nod to the comic book character, the shadow. So he's dressed like the shadow. He gets into the elevator and she's like, yes, please come this way. Yeah. Dean, whatever. Uh, and then he pulls, pulls the chainsaw, chainsaw out from behind, from his, behind back. his back and kills her. Yeah. So she's getting killed. Uh, meanwhile, Kendall is well, downstairs. This is, 
Well, this is the point that, like, once, now that she, because we have Willard in custody, but we're still investigating, we put the officers on, and now we've killed somebody, so what else are the cops going to do besides bring in a consultant who knows everything? And by consultant, we mean Kendall. Yeah. They have decided to make Kendall an honorary cop. He's, like, just deputized. Yeah. No ceremony. Right. There's no no ceremony. There's no, I swear on this, whatever, that Mm. I have to uphold the law. No, no, no. No. It is pretty much like, hey, want to be a cop? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And the one, Chris, you know, Leslie Nielsen in the face. Right. Guy is just like, we're bringing in a suspect as, like... And and Christopher George acts like he has known Kendall for, like, his 30 life. years. Yeah. Like, he's a, like, he's a friend of the family. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, I could vouch for this kid. This yeah. kid, yeah, this kid's solid. Yeah. And it's like, is he? Yeah. I'd stake my life on this kid. Yeah. And it's like, I... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I maybe we missed that edit. Right. But yeah. So he takes him on and decides that he's going to be investigating this murder. Oh, but Kendall does have time to uh uh have sex with a co ed because it's Kendall. Yeah. And where it's so Kendall. It's so Kendall. <laughs> where he stands uh cock out in the moonlight, mm-hmm. uh as the moonlight shines in on him and his lady friend. Uh, in bed and she's saying you know please come back to bed Kendall she sounds oh, like hentai god. porn she does yeah thank you yep, yes you're very welcome oh my god that that, that impression has upset Murphy so bad <laughs> so she she giggles and says please come back to bed Kendall and I'll gag be, me you can gag me I'll be quiet and um again yes girls not knowing college girls want to have sex in this movie and have no idea that they're having bad sex because it seems like they're only having sex with with Kendall. Kendall. And they don't know that it's bad yet. They're just like horny because of the hormones. Yeah. And Kendall apparently can't make it happen. He can't seal the deal on the end. So they just keep coming up with these dumb ideas of just at some point this will be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, uh, the movie, (laughs) the movie, much like this review, is very disjointed. Yeah. (laughs) It is very disjointed. Lots of things happen in this movie and you think we're making them up. Like you think like there's no way that a movie could include a dance class, a tennis match, a swimming kill, a giant, Mm -hmm. basically, a guy with his dick out. Oh, oh, and um, a Bruce Lee impersonator. Oh, he's my favorite character. Okay. So let's let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, During the movie for basically no reason whatsoever this, yeah, yeah. this is not this happens completely randomly yeah miss riggs tennis coach tennis star coach, tennis tennis officer riggs. coach officer riggs uh decides to walk home alone yeah. that night and she is a trained is, officer keep in mind right she's a trained officer she she's decides also a to female. walk home oh right in it. <laughs> right jeez <laughs> So she walks home or walks back to what is her home mm-hmm. and um and is accosted by a Bruce Lee impersonator. It's true. This he's This is an actual thing yep, that happens in this movie. Literally flies into the screen out of nowhere and attacks her. Right. And then she kicks his ass 
she kicks him once and she he kicks him once down. and he falls down that's it <laughs> yeah. that's all it takes yeah. it's take down like a sack of potatoes yeah. so and then kendall, kendall shows, up. shows up on a motorcycle so we're not making this up guys yeah, no Kendall shows up on a motorcycle and she says, you scared me. I thought you were the killer. Yeah. Your motorcycle sounds, sounds like, like a chainsaw. chainsaw. Now, I defer to you, who is a biker. <laughs> Poser. Does a motorcycle sound like a chainsaw? I mean, we, like, I understand, like, the revving and... Oh, okay. The like, revving? I know, like, if you... If you're dumb, yes. I guess you can... <laughs> But if, but if you are both a cop and a tennis pro, I think you would be able to decipher the difference between yeah. a chainsaw and a, basically, I don't even know if that's a real motorcycle. Isn't that more it's like It's like a, a motorbike. It's a motorbike. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so that happens. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Kendall's that's explanation it. for that is- He's like, is, oh, it's my kung fu professor. It's my kung fu, pro- it's my fucking kung fu professor. Uh-huh. This is an actual thing that happens in this movie. And then the kung fu professor gets up. Gets up, shakes his hand. T- he goes, he goes, oh, he's like, oh, I, I, I have was to. Just going I'm, out on a walk. And I must have eaten some bad chop suey. It's yeah. wow. Yeah, so not racist right. at oh, all. Oh, no, absolutely. If Definitely. The ca- if the not so casual misogyny doesn't get you in this film, I assure you the casual racism will. No explanation. <laughs> and he. And then he disappears. He, he just walks off. Yeah. That's it. He's yeah. gone. We never see him again. Yeah. And the reason because the reason that he was included was because producer Dick Randall, who we talked about in our upcoming Slaughter High episode, producer Dick Randall was making these kung fu movies at the time and basically just decided that he was going to put him in this movie. Yeah. Um, a lot of the look of this film is attributed to Dick Randall. Dick Randall wrote the script. He's the reason why it basically looks like a 70s porn yeah no it it, 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 uh, is it not it has a 70s porn with murder a very 70s porn look to it uh 100 so let's see okay okay oh and there is a uh tabloid journalist named sylvia costa who is investigating the murders that have happened Uh, and that really is only introduced so we can kill her off yeah and in, in the most misogynistic, over-the-top, yet also pretty brilliant way, uh, the killer chases her into the physical therapy room. With the pool. With the with the, so with, the, table. With, the with the pool table and the waterbed. Because water what goes more together, when you think of pool hall, yeah. you think waterbed. Waterbed. I mean, they're synonymous. And also, the whole they were talking about how the waterbed was being introduced into the physical therapy room. Yes. And then of course some girl badly dubbed by is goes, you know, oh, you never had sex on a waterbed? And it's There's like There's nothing better than smoking grass. Smoking grass. And <laughs> having sex on a waterbed. And I just remember going there is no, sex there's on a waterbed so is many, awful. There are so many other things that are better than smoking a joint and having sex on a waterbed. Yeah. They're just like it. sex anywhere else. Grass. Except a pool. Yeah, except a pool. <laughs> and we uh you can you can 100% tell that this movie is written by men. Yeah. There's no question about it. Like yeah. the fact that the the fact that everyone's having sex in water and uh women are begging men to come back and fuck them. Uh I mean they're yeah, it's okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I got a real nifty bridge I'd like to sell you if you're if you're gonna buy that. So anyway, Miss Soska gets chased into the room, uh, into the physical therapy room. The killer stabs the waterbed, so there's water sloshing everywhere, and then takes the knife and stabs her through the back of the head, and yeah. it comes out her mouth. Yeah, which is it was a good kill. yeah. It's it a was good a kill. good kill. It is. It's a great kill. So she's dead. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Junior G Man, uh, <laughs> that would be that would be Kendall, is uh, busy on the case. Man, he's busy on the case. Oh, and then they put him. Didn't they put him in a room with like a psychiatrist? Yeah, right. They were doing some sort of like like an analysis, and only, that was not. No, he was like the only doctor. Right. That was like, hey, do you think you're and a then- psycho? No. no. Okay, he's okay. good. He's yeah. good. He's, he's great. Good. That's it. Yeah, he's no, clear. put him on the case. He's clear. He's on the case. And he's the detective the is just like, this is Dr. I do not remember his last name. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was like, this is Dr. So-and-so. And Dr. So-and-so looks at him and goes, don't call me doctor. I'm just a psychologist. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. was like, I'm like uh, I was okay, like, all right. We're not... you, you get it? doctorate though still, for that still, still in the 80s right, right? Like, like, yeah, but that, yeah no he's the only because he's the one who shows up to the crime scenes as well like they don't have a coroner or a medical examiner nope they get a psychologist to show up nope and it's oh you know who we didn't talk about yet though oh the professor, the brown. professor brown the john waters lookalike right john waters lookalike pencil thin mustache a fabulous character yeah uh, but unfortunately is our you know like let's make fun of him because he's gay yeah that's essentially what it was right. it's like let's get a bunch of women to try to seduce, seduce him. him um and then let's let, let let's let's make gay a like a handicap right which is just stupid because he gets introduced as as definitely a more of a, a red herring completely a red herring yeah um and he doesn't even get killed off no he's just there to be like poked fun at yeah we and love this movie i don't <laughs> know i don't know now, now i'm starting to question everything I'm like damn we hate why and you and I are like, but team pieces. Yeah, right. Team pieces. Right on. Um, so, so yeah. So, oh, and then uh, the the dancer that is killed in the elevator survives. And that is never talked about. No. Literally, it is like she survives. And of course, the coroner or whatever the hell he is, is like, well, you know, she, she, her chances of survival are, are none. Really, none. Yeah. Really. You know, but then they take her away and she's still alive. So, but like I said. But then she dies later, I'm they, sure. I yeah. guess. Yeah. But like, they don't even. The, the, no. The, their plot no reason to bring her back up. No. Have her arms. They're, even though she's a dancer, that's taking it. her legs would have made sense and taking the tennis player's arms because a tennis player Player's has upper body arms. strength. Yeah. yeah. So they should have switched that around, but there's no reason to make nope. it make sense. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. Speaking of our. Uh, speaking of the tennis playing, so during a tennis player's workout. I guess she's, you know, she hits a ball over the net and then she's done. That's it. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm done. Uh, The killer decides to play really annoying marching band music. For so long. For so long. For so long. So Uh, if you like marching band music. Right. This is definitely your movie. This is definitely for you, but it's, I just kept waiting for it to stop. Oh my God. It was so awful. And she gets annoyed. So she tries to go and find out what the, what the source of the music is and can't instead decides that she's going to take a shower obviously eh, 
Shout so out she, Slaughterhouse. Right? So she, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, fuck you, Dick Randall. Yeah. You know? You know, when women get stressed, we take a bath. Right, exactly. Yep. That's right. And yeah. So she takes a shower and puts on, you know, panties and sweatpants and then walks around topless. Yep. As we do. As we all the time. All the time. And the killer chases her into a dressing room and cuts her in half yeah yeah it was a good a good kill good kill movie. good yeah. kill like i said if you like gore blatant misogyny casual racism and uh homophobia. And, and homophobia yeah. as well as plots that just make absolutely right no sense whatsoever. but good kills but great kills great kills i yeah. love like i said there are things about this movie that I honestly love. I love the gore. I love the kills in the film. I love the look of the film. It, yeah. It's there's I love that everyone's creepy. Everyone's creepy yeah. in this movie. Like there really are no, I would not say redeeming characters. No. Redeemable characters. I think everyone's just like you have this inept police force. Yeah, my got, notes on the police yeah. force are <laughs> the detectives can be summed up as we've tried nothing and we are out of ideas. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> famous line yeah. we're just we're just trying on clothes without tags and seeing, seeing what, what fits fit. it's like yeah sure why not it's a good way to go about that's it. a great serial way. killing absolutely it's like yeah we'll see how this we'll see how yeah. this pans out uh meanwhile we've got you know everyone's dead basically all the women are just dying left and right yep and um they've put you know, little Kendall on the on the case. He's, Kendall's Kendall's on the case. Yeah, they've and gi- that's really all you need. Really, all you need. They've given him access to uh, the faculty files. Yep. So he's sitting there over um a, a meal of Wendy's. Yes. Shout, Shout out, out to Wendy's. Wendy's. Uh, Everybody loves a everyone. Frosty. Fucking Wendy's man. He's like sitting there eating and and doing, and then he finally figures out that it's the dean that's been killing everybody, mm-hmm. but. Fun fact, Mary Riggs has decided to go to the Dean's house and I'm not really sure why she went to the Dean's house. Did she go to the Dean's house because she was going to interrogate slash interview him or? There's really no explanation. Nope. She was just like, I'm looking for the Dean. Right. And you he's know? like, come this way. Would no. you like a Sanka? Yeah. Well, Ooh. Kendall initially, because he knows everybody and right. everything about everybody. everyone. That's right. He goes, oh, uh, the Dean goes here at one o'clock on Thursday. He will be back home at seven. Come back and like, you know, knows everyone's itinerary, where they are, when they're going. He has the schedule for every single person on lock. So she shows up for seven and has a Sanka. Yes, she has a she has a Sanka uh, and then the Dean roofies her Sanka. I thought it was mescaline. Like liquid See, I LSD. Don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that whatever he gave her... Well, it paralyzed numbed, her, so Numbed her not. from everything down uh, to the point that she <laughs> she couldn't see anything. <laughs> she couldn't... She couldn't... She could not move. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, she sees everything, but she could not move. Yeah. So, the guys rescue her uh, in a Pinto. They're driving a Pinto. Uh, well, yeah. What else I, did you drive? In yeah. 1982 in Boston. In 82 Spain. in Boston. Slash... <laughs> Madrid slash uh, Madrid, Massachusetts. So they they rescue her and the killer. Obviously, Dean has revealed himself to be the killer. He's going to cut her up. And now what we found out throughout this film is that he is taking body parts so that he can make what 
I think is the perfect wo- woman. He's and making his mom again to kill her again, I think he's so gonna... he can finally ejaculate. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's... Wow, you went deep. Oh well, yeah. No, if we're gonna do it, I mean, you he's went... been holding on to an orgasm since he was ten. He's fifty. Yeah, you went real deep with that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. No, I didn't. No. I, I mean, I figured he was, you know, some level of impotent. I didn't <laughs> know because most. Yeah, he was trying to jerk off to that puzzle. Then is you know right. And then they show that he has the box of mom's shoes and dress, which yes. means he unclothed his mother to right. dismember her. Yeah. And then chewed on the Vagi- bush, vagina, the, the uh, bush, the bush puzzle, puzzle piece. piece. Yeah. yeah. So he's just been waiting to come for 50 years. Wow. Wow. That's a... Uh... Yeah. You're welcome, folks. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'll be back again. <laughs> That's right. This is why we have Hillary on. Because she, she she asks the hard questions. Yeah. You know? Or just imposes my will. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. It's fabulous. So, so they rescue her. And Did the... you notice, though, like, she, when, so she's paralyzed. Right. And she's trying like, to let them know yeah, with, her, with eyes. her eyes. She's and like. all the men are just like. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. Like, like he's hiding in the right somewhere. Curtains. I don't know where he is. I don't know but... where he is. And oh, literally and her eyes. Her are eyes popping are out popping her out of her head. They're trying right. to tell. Like, look, it's over there. Over there. He's over there. Literally right fucking here. And they're just like, let's just pick her up and drag her around. Oh the room. my god. <laughs> they're like, oh, you know, look, try to see if she can walk. Yeah. No, she can't. But she's literally telling right. you the killer is right there. Right. And she's like, come on, try to move your legs. Yeah. Oh, this what? is so much better. Oh my god! And then just lay back, lay back like, on this oh, she's couch. Fine. Lay back on this couch while the killer is basically walking around yeah. in the background, and we haven't found him yet. But yeah. yes, please lay down on this antique couch. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so there's a there's a crazy like whoa gotcha ending. Uh, yeah. Which well, Kendall has to fight him. Obviously, Kendall Kendall fights him. Which whatever. Does he? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, like the dean falls on top of him yeah, with a knife. That's and it. It's just and like, then it's like end, end. Um, um, then the detective uh, shoots him in the head, but there's no blood for that. Right. Yeah. There's plenty of blood the rest of this film, yeah. except when he gets shot in the head. So yeah. he gets shot in the head, and then um, a reanimated corpse comes to life and claws Kendall's His dick off. off. No, I mean, we're serious yeah, here. Yeah. Like, this is not that, like... We didn't make that up. This just... is, you know, we're not like, you know, let's come up with the hen and lauder ending. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is exactly what happens in mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. It ends with a reanimated corpse, corpse clawing someone's dick off. Yeah. Now, hindsight, Kendall deserved it. What, I think. I what, thought Kendall what, deserved what, it. What did Kendall do? I don't know, just because I didn't like him. Oh. Oh, no, I, you get to keep your penis if Aaron doesn't like you. You can't make that a rule. I can't just take people's penises. No, oh, that's sad. We have talked about this. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, oh, damn it. And my last note is actually: Has anyone else noticed that the detective has been trying to light his cigar this entire movie? <laughs> It's in every scene. Oh, unlit Christopher in his George. Mouth. Oh, that's a great little moment there. So behind the scenes stuff. Obviously, this is not shot in Massachusetts. This was shot in Madrid, Spain. Juan Picard Simone did his own special effects, uh, up to and including real slaughterhouse entrails. 
In oh, good for him. In fact, most of the killings and the the guts and the everything is actual animals that he got from the fucking slaughter. That makes it from the tennis player that goes yeah. in half. Like, oh, that yeah. shot was, I was oh. like, that is so good. Yeah. So he was also a co-director of the Mediterranean Film Festival. And yeah, he is no longer with us. Uh, Dick Randall is dead. And that's pretty much it. But anyway, so Dick Randall produced this movie. He was a 70s hardcore porn producer, as well as a kung fu movie producer, as well as a women in prison movie producer, and wrote this movie. Died of a stroke in 1996. Um, None of the actresses knew how to play tennis, though they did hire a tennis pro to show them how to play tennis, but it didn't really work out very well. This movie had the budget for a tennis pro? I know! I just really feel like we could have given them a different sport. Nope. Like swimming. Right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Christopher George, we had a, you know, he, he, before he was an actor, that's Lieutenant Bracken, Mr. I Can't Light My Cigar. Before he was an actor, he was a private investigator and a bartender. Mm -hmm. He got a black belt in karate and judo. He had a pilot's license. He spoke Greek fluently and posed nude for Playgirl in June of 74. So he was awesome. And then he met his wife and they were married until his death. And that's it for those guys. The poor girl who um, gets killed in the locker room was actually the wardrobe lady's daughter. Mm. And... They sprung the whole you have to be topless at the very last minute on her. Oh, yeah. Of course. She was originally planning on, like, putting on clothes. Yeah. And they like were, like, you would after, right, a, after shower a shower. After a shower. Get dressed. But yeah. they told her that, um, they told her that, oh, well, it will have more impact if you're topless. Yeah. Well, yeah, it okay, did. Sure. Um, because then you got to see the chainsaw hit the... Yeah. You know what? I yeah, actually okay. don't have a problem with it. Okay. Well, the chainsaw... Yes. Yeah. saw the chainsaw go through her torso, Her basically. torso. Yeah. And uh, she... I also, stand by it. And she also peed her pants. So that's not fake. That's her peeing her pants. And Juan was like, it looks amazing. Leave it in. Because he's trash. Anyway. <laughs> so, so once again, why we like this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is, this is, yeah, <laughs> the fact that we're like, oh, this is, yeah, everybody this is should see this, and then we watch it, and we're just like, like uh, man, eight women, gays, Asians, I didn't see any other minorities. No, those are, but I'm sure it. we would have hated them. Yeah, just, you right. know, to it's, cover all of our bases. Exactly. But we're definitely anti police. Anti police, yeah. yeah. All we had was a uh, candle. It was definitely a cab. Yeah. It was definitely an a cab movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. 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 But so, seriously, watch it. But we like it. Yeah. So this is, this got awkward. This did get awkward. This got really awkward. I don't even have any shout outs to do today. Cause I'm like, Tubi? do we have any shout outs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's either Tubi, it's either Tubi or CDs you want. Both of those are are are, are people we wish were our sponsors, so to speak. Um, yeah. I mean, if you if you go into this movie with the lowest possible expectations, and you go into this movie thinking like it's gonna be a gory, ridiculous, irreverent good time, yeah, you're fine. 
Right. You will be fine. If you try to search for meaning in this film, if you try to make sense of this film, if you try to find any kind of feminist slant in this film, dear God, uh, there will be none of that. No. That's not a thing. This is not a it's movie. It's an 80s good time yeah. slasher. It's an 80s flick. good time slasher. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And you should watch it. <laughs> and you should watch it. All right. I think that's a pretty good place to end, that's, right? Yep. We're Absolutely. Good. All right.